Hello, superstars. This is Sandhya Taneja, and I'm the host of Traversing the 20s, episodes about making your 20s a little more enjoyable. Thanks for tuning in today. So I know it's been so long since we last talked, and that's totally my fault. Life just got away from me. Between law school finishing up, everything happening around the world, studying and taking the bar, and just generally trying to be a better person and friend to the people in my life, my podcast went on the back burner. Thank you so much to all the people who emailed me or messaged me on various social media platforms asking if I was coming back. Seriously, your messages mean so much. I didn't even know people besides my close friends listened to this podcast, and I'm even more honored that you missed me enough to reach out, so thank you so much for all your patience and support. Alright, let's get started. I was trying to figure out the best theme to do as I was coming back from a, I think it's five months now, hiatus. And I finally decided on accountability. We all know what accountability is. It's the act of being accountable. But saying we are accountable and actually being accountable are two very different things. So let me backtrack a bit. My friend and I have been watching the show Ted Lasso. If you have Apple TV and haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Not only is the show full of hope and happiness, but it's also about kindness, leadership, and accepting those different from you. It reminds us that no matter how a person is, they can always be better. It's definitely the most wholesome show that I've seen in a while, and I didn't realize how much I needed a feel-good show like this until I started watching it. Plus, season 2 just came out, so now is a great time to start. Without giving any spoilers, in season 1, episode 4, the characters had a conversation that stuck with me. They talked about accountability, and very simply put, accountability matters. Accountability does matter. Accountability is owning up to your actions and knowing you're responsible for and in charge of your words, actions, reactions, relationships, communication, attitude, and general being. Accountability is understanding that not only do your actions have consequences, but they also affect the people around us. Accountability builds trust, maintains respect, and inspires confidence. There's so many times where I'm just going through the actions of life, but not actually being accountable for my actions or living intentionally, and that's something I want to change. Holding yourself accountable includes following through with your intentions, living intentionally and deliberately, and not being afraid to admit when you've made a mistake and apologize. Accountability to others and apologizing for mistakes is only one aspect of accountability. We all make mistakes, and we've all hurt people in the past, maybe by accident, maybe intentionally. Accountability to others and apologizing for mistakes is only one aspect of accountability. We all make mistakes, and we've all hurt people in the past, maybe by accident or maybe even intentionally. But owning up to the mistake and sincerely apologizing makes a big difference. Taking responsibility for your words and actions is such a big quality, and yet it's so overlooked and so difficult. I can name so many times I haven't been accountable, from small actions to larger ones too. Maybe I made plans with a friend for a certain time, and then I'm 15 minutes late purely because I was too lazy to get dressed. Perhaps I canceled plans altogether because I didn't plan enough time to do it. Or the one that's the most common. Maybe I'm making promises that when I make them, I have full intention to go through with them, but the follow-through just isn't there. But lack of accountability leads to hurt feelings and disappointment, and we've all been on the other side of that. How many times have you been annoyed at someone and it would have just been solved if they genuinely apologized for their mistake? How many times has someone said they'll make plans with you and you waited for them only for them to never call even though you cleared your evening for them? Now, even more generally, what about all the times you've been counting on someone and they just disappointed you? My guess is a lot of the time. I always say that the quality I look for the most in my relationships is respect. 
Having respect in the way you carry yourself, in the way that you communicate, but especially in the way that you fight. I get it. I get angry fairly easily, and sometimes you feel so hurt that you want the other person to know how much they hurt you. So you say something, and it feels good when you say it, but you instantly regret it, because you know that you only said it to hurt them. Character assassination and using fighting words is not giving you or them the respect they deserve. And once that respect is gone, what do you even have? Accountability to me goes back to respect. It goes back to the idea of, hey, I'm not perfect, and that's okay, but I'm trying my best. If I hurt you, I'm genuinely sorry. Accountability sounds great. Why is it so hard? I mean, I can't even be accountable to myself. Every day this summer thus far, before I fell asleep, I told myself, tomorrow morning I'm going to get my life together. I'll wake up at 8am, eat breakfast, make coffee, and then get started on work. I'll work 8 hours and then I'll call it a day. This was when I was studying for the bar. A lot of it was very self-paced, so you had to make sure you were disciplined and committed enough to actually get the work done. And of course, when I make these promises to myself at night, I really do believe that in the morning I'll wake up and follow through. But then I go to sleep, and Dreamland Me has different plans, because when I wake up in the morning, it's usually around 10.30 or 11am, so I'm already off to a bad start. And I'm still groggy from the night before because I didn't sleep till 3am, so I stay in bed and scroll through my phone for what I think is 10 minutes, only to look at the time and for it to be 1pm. Oops, time for lunch. Then I'll eat lunch and be like, wow, that was so tiring, maybe a nice afternoon nap would be good. I nap, I wake up at 7pm, I realize I haven't done any work that day. I decide to get 4 hours of work in before bed, instead of my usual 8 hours. So I do 4 hours of work, but then it's time to de-stress from the work. So I end up staying up till 3am. And there it is, the vicious cycle. Accountability goes out the door. In a way, being accountable to other people is not that different than being accountable to ourselves. It requires us to be vulnerable and open and actually honest with ourselves. Accountability and forgiveness are two sides of the same coin. Accountability is really hard, but forgiveness may be even harder. As I mentioned before, I get angry really easily. I hold myself and the people in my life to a really high standard, and when I feel disappointed, I get really hurt. In terms of forgiveness, I've found that taking a step back and realizing that most of the time when someone does something that hurts you, they didn't even have the intention to hurt you. And that makes a big difference. So many times I would be annoyed when someone would say, yeah, let's definitely do this, and then not follow through with it. Personally, I hate when people make promises they can't keep because it feels like they don't respect me or respect my wishes. And it is hard to take a step back and realize that most of the time, people's actions aren't even about me. But even more than forgiving other people, we need to get better at forgiving ourselves. You won't always be accountable, and you won't always be doing exactly what you plan to be doing. Case in point, my hope every night that the next morning I'll be a different person, when really I'm just back on my BS. It's gonna be a long journey. It's going to be a long journey. My friend, for fun, did a tarot card reading for me the other day and all my cards went back to the same key themes. Self-reflection, spiritual undertaking, and growth. Really, all these qualities are interconnected. Maybe I'll stop beating myself up so much when I'm not accountable if I can forgive myself and practice self-compassion and care. Maybe I need to become more patient in myself and accept where I am instead of always wishing I was better, harder working, or more energetic. One of the closest people in my life always tells me to take things by baby steps, and that constant reminder helps a lot when I realize there are so many values and qualities that I want to improve. So let me start now, with baby steps. 
I'm sorry that I've been missing without any notice off this podcast sphere. I take full responsibility and I will try to be better in the future. Thank you all for listening to this and giving me a second chance. And you know what? That felt great. So I have a challenge and I'm going to work extra hard to be accountable this week and I hope you all will too. Ask yourself if you're accountable in what you do, say, and in the actions that you take. Also ask whether you understand the impact of your actions on other people. When you hurt someone else, are you offering a sincere apology with the hopes to be better in the future? Are you being accountable in yourself and living intentionally and doing what you want to be doing with conviction and responsibility? I'll be honest, I can't answer yes to all these questions, or even any of them. If you can, many props to you, and please tell me your secrets. It'll be a journey, but it'll be one that we can take together. As promised, we're going to end every episode with one thing I'm grateful for, a story about a 20-something-year-old, and answering a listener question. So one thing I'm grateful for is, I'm grateful for the people who check in. COVID and life have been really difficult lately, and I know how easy it is to get consumed with our own work, concerns, stress, and life. I know I've done it. I don't blame any of my friends for not reaching out. But the ones that do, I consistently text to make sure all is good or say, hey, haven't heard your voice in a while, let's schedule a call, really means a lot to me. So today, I'm grateful for all of you. Our inspirational 20-something-year-old story this week is Nicholas Chen, the CEO and co-founder of Pico, which is a startup that designed software to allow publications to manage signups and subscription payments. Nick was recently featured in Forbes 2021 30 Under 30 list. Pico has raised $4.5 million from a number of investors. The Forbes 30 under 30 list is so inspiring because there's so many people like us who have found a passion they have and worked hard to make it come true. At the same time, as amazing as 30 under 30 is, that does not mean you have to be successful before you're 30 to be successful and happy in life. So many people change their careers or life plans 20, 30, or 50 years out of college. This is just the beginning. Also, I'm super excited to announce that I actually have a listener question today. This person asked to stay anonymous. So the question is, how do you stay true to your values even in law school? So I am unconscionably late with this question because I'm not even in law school anymore, but I will answer anyway. It's really hard, and I'm not going to pretend that I'm always sticking with my values. As much as I'd like to think that I'm a very upstanding member of society, our values are tested in times of trouble. And it's so easy to change our beliefs, our principles, and our way of thinking when something isn't going our way or we want to tailor a situation in a way that benefits us. A big thing that my mom tells me, and that I've noticed increasingly recently, humans are very complicated. It's very easy to sit on the outside of a situation and decide what the correct thing to do would be, but actually being in the situation is very different. In grad school especially, when everything is just trying to knock you down, I think knowing what you value is the first step. For me, I valued my friendships and learning about the law. It's easy to get sucked into the super ultra competitive nature of higher education. I can't say that I was always the best friend, the best student, the best daughter, or the best sister while in law school. There are a lot of times when I would look back and think, yikes girl, what was even going on with you that semester? I think the biggest advice I have is stay in your lane and do your best. I think that's all we can do and we can all just hope for the best. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or want to generally rant about life, feel free to email me at coffeeandcheckins at gmail.com or message me on Instagram or on my blog, which are under the same names. In the meantime, wishing you all a very happy and well-rounded rest of your week. This is Sandhya, and I'll see you next time on Traversing the 20s. <laughs>